Do you remember how you opened these? So. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 that's you not. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, I've stepped into the Matrix to hunt some monsters. I mean, to be fair, it was going to be an unusual intro on account of the fact that there's only two of us. So that's why I was particularly thrown. Anyway. Yeah, I'll give you that one. I will give you that one. Yeah. Born to be It was Alright, stop, collaborate and listen. Right, Luke, tell us about your experience. Yeah, I had an apparently an XR experience. That does sound like porn. It does a bit, doesn't it? Could... Were the monsters naked? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I know that's why I laughed at my own damn question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be a little bit more porny if the monsters showed up in some underwear or something. <laughs> what monster's going to wear the best pants? <laughs> um, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I went down to USJ, Universal Studios Japan, with my buddy Rob. The main, obviously, the main attraction was we wanted to go to Super Nintendo World. Um, and I haven't been to a theme park in bloody years and years. I'd never been to one in Japan. It was all very exciting. Sounds exciting. Yeah. And then we went to get tickets to the Resident Evil experience. That one's free, but you had to like get timed tickets. Yep. Um, and while we are there, they're like, oh, there's a Monster Hunter one. So we went and looked, and it was like 30 bucks each. But you know, Oof, I wasn't gonna. Hefty. I wasn't gonna turn Wait, down. When you say bucks, what are we talking bucks wise? Three thousand yen. Right. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we gave it a go, um, and it was fucking sick. Oh, okay. I, I really thought you were going to say it was bad. I don't like uh, with all the pre-show build-up. Or well, you sounded is- far more ominous than this. <laughs> I didn't go to USJ thinking I'd do a bunch of Monster Hunter stuff. So we've always had the USJ quests, and I've seen in the back in the day they've had like special events where it's just mascots walking around and stuff. But I genuinely wasn't expecting any Monster Hunter stuff, and we hadn't made any plans to do this this experience. And it kind of ended up being the best thing we did at USJ. I mean, it sounds like you prepared poorly for your big day out. Well, we just we we had two days, and it was like right, we'll do most of the park in the first day. And the second day, we just want to spend all day at the Nintendo Land. Yeah, but I assume you knew you were going. I mean, you can yeah. Google it first. No, I didn't want spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those classic theme park spoilers. I didn't want to know what stuff was at the Nintendo thing. Um, <laughs> Wait, did uh, you not find out as soon as you got a map on the first day? It only gives you a vague did you, idea, did you refuse it? to get a map? No, we had like an app map. It was great. Ooh, app map. Yep. I like it. So, Andy, you've got like a... PSVR, right? I do. Correct. Have you done any like of the full room VR stuff? Um, no, I have not because I am not. Well, I didn't have a PC that could run it back in the day, or I certainly don't have the room space now. As oh, you I know. don't. <laughs> I don't know many people who have it. 
in person, or like in their own home. But I thought you might have done it. At, oh right, okay. Like no, I've, I've considered going to one of those. Yeah, yeah. I've considered going to one of those bars and such, but. I don't know, ha- ha- having been such covid times that they've been a thing, um, the idea of wearing a headset is, is not a super appealing. Um, so the most VR I'd ever done is I played an Oculus Rift at, like, Rezzed, I don't know, eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and played, like, some karting game. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, this was a big jump from that shit. Yeah, um, I imagine so. I mean, this is Japan, and they seem to be, like, very regularly washing everything, so I wasn't worried about it from that angle. Um, but like, Oh, I'm sure. And to confirm, I'm not throwing shade at any suppliers <laughs> of these things. I'm sure they do go through all the steps of cleansing and all that shit, but also, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it turned up, it's like, we had to go for a little safety speech, then they had a little computer we sign into to, like, create a character. Uh, we both ended up choosing the same armor, so that was fun. Me and Rob were both a dog wrong. Is that uh, good? Oh, good. We could only really see... It's first person, right? So I couldn't see myself. So we, both, we right. both got to look at the coolest armor. <laughs> could you not look down and see your, your torso or anything? No, I could see my hands. Okay. Um, but not the rest. I think it would fuck you up too much if you can see your body. I don't know how these things work. It's kind well, of weird. Often you can look down and see your feet, right? Well, that's the thing. I can't remember if I could or not now that you mention it. And they give you a little QR code whatever you get in. Then there's like a live yep. action bit where there's a couple of actresses who are like a handler and a hunter giving you the quest. Mm-hmm. You step through and it's like a backpack thing with the headset attached. Two things you wear on your hands. And then like there's like a hilt of a sword on the backpack. Um, they didn't mention it at all. And then yeah, you go plug it in, set up. And it's like Iceborne, and you're stepping out, and you're following this lady to go find a monster. And then the bit that got me was you step out to like the edge of a cliff. Yeah. And I genuinely felt like I was like thousands of feet in the air. It was really good. And like we had to cross this little bridge, and it felt legit dangerous. <laughs> nice. So that was cool. And then, yeah, we go to the camp, and they open up the box, and the little palico brings over the sword. And I hold my hand out, and presumably some member of staff I can't see has taken the sword off my backpack and put it in my hand. Nice. So yeah, it's like being handed the sword. And then fighting the monster, like you couldn't really move, you just stand still. Mm-hmm. And then you like whack it when it's time to whack it and block when it's time to block it. So it's only as complex as like one of the mobile games. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's to be expected. But yeah, we battled the Valkana for a bit and it had a little turf floor with a Baryoth, which is fun. And then we beat up the Baryoth. Nice. I had a hammer. That was fun. Smashed its teeth off. Got a slightly higher score than Rob, so that's good. <laughs> Got the important thing in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, obviously I um I did a bunch of prancing in VR. <laughs> oh, I would expect nothing less. I mean, that, that would be a disappointment if you didn't. The best bit, we were in the queue... Um, like the, there was one group of two in front of us, and then a big group of four who would all come together, and they were all in the headset. But obviously, we could see them in the real world. And there's one guy just flipping his bird, at all, flipping the bird at all his friends. Good. Can you see my hand? Can you see what it's doing? Can you see what it's doing? <laughs> but obviously, they can't because it doesn't map your individual yeah, yeah, fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's putting his hand up. But yeah, for us and the Good. staff, it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that was the Monster Hunter Iceborne XR experience. There we go. Sounds good. And the prancing, did it look accurately prancy? But he didn't prance back, but he could tell what I was doing. Oh, it's disappointing. He was also laughing at me because he just put... A lack of commitment to the bit. He just put his name as Rob, and I would put my name as Buscularly. He's like, did you use your fucking gamer tag? (laughs) (laughs) Good. No, it would be incredibly sick to go down with, like, a full squad of the four of us or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There was also a Monster Hunter food stand, but it was literally just the same turkey leg they had at the Jurassic Park stand. It's probably easier, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that turkey leg was at, like, four different stands. (laughs) And, you know, from my time when I went to America, I remember turkey legs being incredible, so, you know. The first bite is amazing, but they're very awkward to eat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's loads of like little sinew bits. You got to pick out all these different parts. The rib was oh much better. I see. Any further questions about the Monster Hunter XR experience? Um, do you feel that your life is now complete? Uh, I feel like I've now proven that, despite what you guys say, I could fight one of these monsters in real life. I don't think that proved that at all. You already told me the combat was simplified and therefore just more like a mobile game. Like That's that's not the same. Well, I'll present my evidence that I could kill a monster in real life and you present your evidence that I can't. Uh, right. So, Exhibit 1, I went into VR and I did it. Right, okay. But Exhibit 2, you said it was easy. So you can't well, have your own argument. It's easy because I'm that good. Mm, no, you said it was I simplified. I did get a higher and... score than the other player, so... Right, okay, so that means you're more likely to be better at killing than the other player. Okay, so you're I, making I, my... If, 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 your, if your statement was, if two of you were sent to fight a wild monster, which was the most likely to beat it, then yes, I would agree. If, if two of you went off to fight a monster and I had to bet if either of you would return, the answer is no. Okay, exhibit two, I'm very strong. I mean, so lots of people are strong. Strength doesn't mean anything. You can be strong and totally inept, as I prove every day. <laughs> Exhibit like, three. My that... concern is that you're going to run at a monster, trip over, and die. Like, that's it. Straight away. I haven't tripped in at least weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I'll take it back. This man's really got hold of his tripping habit. I'm trying to think when the last time I tripped was, and I can't commit. As if you didn't even like recent. stumble while you were walking. You said you walked like uh, 10, no, what was it, like 100k or something? In the past week, yeah, I've walked 100 kilometers. Yeah, you said you didn't even stumble once. Oh, Fuck off. So here's what, here's what it is. So, like, most days were just 20 kilometers a day. That was easy. And then right. the last day, I had one day in Kyoto when I wanted to hit like so many different spots because I don't get to go to Kyoto that often these days. Right. So I woke up at like 5 a.m. I walked, yeah. I'd walked like a lot, like 30 kilometers, I guess. Stopped mm-hmm. for lunch. After you stop and take a break, everything when you start walking again is way harder. And then by. Yes, correct. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, when I'd had stopped again and had like dinner, um, just like stumbling to my where I catch my bus was like I felt like an eight year old man who couldn't walk. <laughs> Correct, that is what happens if you stop. Never stop. Always yeah. keep walking. Never stop. Never stopping. Yes, but and also you can't fight monsters. <laughs> if I was going to fight a Barryoth, 
Okay, I will, yeah. I will give you. Maybe I can't fight a Volcano. I haven't proven that. I could fight a Baryoth. Um, I would <laughs> use my prep time. You don't believe this. There is no way that you believe you could fight a Baryoth. If I, but even even with your ridiculous levels of hubris, a Baryoth is above the. Like you, you wouldn't take on a bear. Like you, you're not going to take on a Baryoth. I don't want to hurt a bear. No, I know you don't want to, but like that's not the reason you don't think you can fight a bear. If like so, the Japanese bears are not that big, mm-hmm. and the like the way to deal with them is to scare <laughs> them off by giving them a good punch and a kick and shouting at them. Yeah. So, if I were in that situation, I believe I could fight off a bear. Okay. To be I fair, don't, that I'm not. She sound as unreasonable. <laughs> but it's still more than a barrier. I'm, I don't think I could fight like a grizzly or a polar bear. There we go. If, so I, if had, can't fight a grizzly or a if polar, I had, you can't a fight a hunter. far more ferocious saber tooth fucking tiger thing. If I had a big monster hunter mallet, though, jury's out. No, no, it's not. You would not. You cannot. You don't. You wouldn't be able to wield a monster hunter hammer. I've used a big old wooden festival mallet, and we, me and Matty, went up to a castle and swung that around and smashed coke cans. <laughs> and I believe that I could use it to fight off a beast. I would like to point out the difference between beasts and coke cans right now. Um, well, one's, firstly, one's made of metal, and metal is stronger yeah. than beast. <laughs> no, no, not Coke cans. <laughs> they are hollow and thin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's your exhibit too, is it? Coke cans are hollow and thin. Well, compared to monsters, like yes. Like your arguments, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, I really want to arrange you fighting a monster somehow. I just... I would love to see your hubris as you just immediately get beaten up by, like, I don't know, so pathetic, like a fucking bullfango. <laughs> well, that's what it was, because we were up on that hike, and like we, there were definitely boars around, but we'd yeah. found this big mallet, which presumably is just like putting posts in the ground. We were like, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> Not for taking down boars. <laughs> we could fight it off just a fucking pig, innit? <laughs> Bop on the head, done. Oh dear. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed the Animal Cruelty podcast. I think the main reason people still tune into Monster Mash is to hear me boast that I could fight animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, again, I wouldn't, and I don't think you should. Mm. And like, well, I jury, think jury's out on that one. Big game hunters are the worst people on earth, and I would like to join one of those um, paramilitary groups in Africa goes around with weapons killing big game hunters what about little game hunters yeah little games little game cucks what's a little game hunter I don't know it was a big one there must be a small one I guess that's just people who like shoot ducks and that in the woods yeah massive Tories but not as massive a Tory as a big game hunter yeah well they're like super rich dentists and shit aren't they Dentists? I don't think dentists are that rich, are they? Oh, den- yeah, dentists. Especially in America, where there's no fucking NHS. Oh, well, in America, there. let's not let's not judge things based on America. No, I just remember the infamous one. One of the infamous ones of some guy posing with a light. Good. If you've enjoyed.
enjoyed this podcast, you can find it on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you like and subscribe, rate and view, tell your friends. Um, and if you want to help keep it online, help fund my misadventures. I probably haven't created a good argument that I need your money this week, have I? You can go to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. I mean, you've been going out there having the experiences that, that us mere Brits cannot have. So, you know, it's uh, maybe you have spent it well. Maybe this is your bridge into being a Japan folder. Yeah, the problem is, because like a couple of times I've tried to do those little, like, you know, J-Vlog videos. just feel like a cunt filming it. Oh, don't worry. You always are a cunt. There's the basic rule that you should have learned by now. Oh, yeah. You know what? That, re- that really helps. Thanks, man. Yeah, no worries. Keeping you centred. Keeping you balanced. In the meantime, watch our listeners tweet at James J. Moyles and at Shaolin underscore Jaster. Well, um, to James Moyles, you should say uh, something along the lines of stop partying and get back to work, you prick. Um, to, to Jaster, I mean... He is an enigma, so I, I, I worry if you try to send a tweet to him, it might just sort of disappear into the ether, and um, you may never be heard from again. So probably avoid it. Like it's it's probably not good for your health. Bye. Farewell. Thank you for listening. Why do you? What? That's how Jay always says it. I know, but you're not. You're not Jay. Oh, hey, thank you for listening. Is that better? (laughs) Jay's not been on the rest of the episode. You can't bring Jay in as a new character at the end. I did Jay's bit in the intro. I had to do Jay's bit in the intro. You had to do his bit, but you didn't, like, embody him in any manner. I don't know, like, you just... You didn't really do his bit, you just said the line. I wouldn't say that was exclusively James... I said his other line at the end. No, but I just don't feel that that was a James Moyles creation, whereas I feel the bit at the end is a, a James Moyles original. Mm. Yeah, I guess the intro but, used to be me. Cause, cause, yeah, but the line was the first line you used was "I'm Luke Summerhays," which is your line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you only used one bit, which was just, and you're listening to Mons. No, I said that bit. Didn't I? No, it's that. This oh, on this week, week's yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, but also, it was you introducing that bit because you're the one who did that bit. So it did, I just didn't really feel you bought the James Moore's energy. All right, um, I apologise to my fans. Apologise to James Moyles. I apologise to my family. I've let you down. Uh, I can be better. I will be better. Um, and I'm sorry to you if you were offended. I get- what the fuck is going on with this fridge? <laughs> so my fridge, has- oh God, it's probably bought like three years at this point. <laughs> my fridge is busted. And I just haven't bothered to get a new one because I know it's going to be a faff getting rid of the old one. Yeah, what do you mean it'll be a faff? Surely you can just arrange for it to be collected or something. Yeah, I know. It's probably like a 10-minute job, but it's going to cost me like 100 bucks and I could have solved it at any point. Yeah, but you know what else you'll get? Not. Fucking cold drinks. <laughs> you can't drink room temperature Dr. Pepper. It's not it's acceptable. Not room temperature. I live up Oh, yeah, it's going to be really cold, isn't it? I can just Canada fridge stuff if I want. You can what? Put it on my balcony. That's not a fridge. Oh, it's it not going to be cold in the mountains, enough, mate. What temperature is it? Like minus summit. It's not minus. You do not live in an area that is minus no, in not, fucking no, October. Not now, no, 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 no. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about now. I'm talking about the middle of fucking summer. You can't. Can-
Canada fridge in the middle of fucking summer. <laughs> I don't know where you want me to put this, by the way. You make me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just furious. <sighs> you can put it in an outtake somewhere. I don't mind where. But I just, I someone, gonna... the world needs to hear about your fridge. Oh, yeah, it probably doesn't taste good. I'll tell you that. Well, anyway, now we can have some Pokemon reactions. Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new segment. It's called Does Andy Remember This Gen 4 Pokemon? And if so, does he have any thoughts? Our first one is Burmy. I do remember Burmy, I think. I remember Burmy falls out of trees. It does. Can you picture a Burmy? Oh, green and black. Um, or sometimes different colour, maybe, if it's a special one, like pink, uh, if it's cherry blossom season. Uh, that's close enough. It's like where you find them. Yeah, you know, cherry blossom land. <laughs> that's that's still trees, which is the green one. <laughs> mm, well, no trees are sometimes pink if it's cherry blossom season. Nice. Well, you're not wrong. I guess in this case, the Pokemon company is wrong. Yeah, and sometimes trees are red if it is Canada. Or just autumn. Yeah, specifically that. But um, obviously Canada is well known for its red leaves and it's yeah. currently in the forefront of my mind. <laughs> Both through talking about Canada fridging and the fact I went there. 